0: Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. At the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you, and I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my little pretty, I will get you and your little dog, Toto, too. <laughs> Yes, I played the part of the Wicked Witch of the West when I was in college. And the other part of that was that I got to do that off campus at some schools and places. For instance, I also was uh, performing that at Bryce Mental Hospital. And my husband-to-be was with me at that time, and he was appalled, as was I, when all of the children were scared and ran to the other side of the room. Oh, my goodness. It was all innocent. I was in a play. It was fun. I love the Wizard of Oz. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? And of course, I thought, well, that showed us clearly what's the difference. A good witch has blonde hair and helps people, and a bad witch is the one who tries to kill Dorothy and the Scarecrow and all of the others. Well... Long story short, I was just telling someone that when I was living for the summer and working in Mobile, Alabama, shortly after I had met my husband, and I just ran into someone who said, "'Have you ever really tried witchcraft?' And I said, "'What?' "'Yeah, don't you know about witchcraft?' Oh, I thought that was old and ancient, and in the back days, I didn't know it was still popular today. I didn't. I led a very sheltered life growing up in little Clarksville, Missouri, in the Midwest, and we had never heard of such stuff. And now, all of a sudden, because I had become enlightened in my college days, I was wanting to try new things. I wanted more of excitement, and I had tried the Sunday school, and I had tried. The gro- going to church. It was just a little church where we played tic tac toe and didn't really listen to the preacher, and we didn't know about heaven and hell. Nobody taught us anything except. How to be bad is what I learned my growing up years, not in church necessarily, but in other places. So now here I was in college, and we had been exploring Eastern religions like Buddhism and Hinduism, and someone said, it's just another religion. Witchcraft is just another religion. So why not try it? Well, I went to this little place that was suggested where I could purchase uh powders, and I could purchase uh voodoo kits, and I could purchase books on Satanism and witchcraft and how to make money and how to cast spells, and oh, it was so intriguing for me. And I actually tried it. And I was just uh, practicing one day when my husband walked in and said, what are you doing? Well, he wasn't my husband yet, but he said, what is going on? And I told him, and he said, hey, that's dangerous stuff. And I asked a few more people, dangerous stuff. You don't want to do that. And, you know, there was something in my gut telling me, not that this was just for fun, like I thought a Ouija board was, No, this wasn't just to play like you're casting spells. This wasn't like being in a play. There was something strange about this. Things that happened in ways that I felt, and my gut, which I have learned to listen to, said, stop it now. Stop doing this now. And being obedient to my gut, as I always had been, I then decided to throw this stuff out because I actually was afraid. I don't know why. I didn't know that it was something that was so horrible, and I didn't know that that could even perhaps keep me out of heaven. Did you? Let me tell you what this says. In the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy 18, it says, "'Let no one be found among you who sacrifices "'or practices divination, or one involved in sorcery, "'or interpreting omens, or engaging in witchcraft, "'or casts spells, or who is a medium, or a spiritist, "'or who consults the dead.'" anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Now, just in case you're saying, yeah, well, that's in the Old Testament, you're right, it is. But let me read to you from a passage in the New Testament. In Galatians 5, it says, if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law, but the acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, and it goes on to talk about others, including, of course, envy, drunkenness, orgies, you know, the little things in life. But here's the next sentence. I warn you of these things as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Wow. So, my friend, here we are. Now we're caught in another dilemma. What if we want to do these things? Well, you can. God doesn't stop you. He didn't make us robots. He gives us choice. That's right. He gives us the ability to choose. We have freedom to choose. He doesn't want little robots saying, oh, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. He wants our love freely, and that's why he's given us free will to choose, to do, to believe anything that we want. But be warned, he says, these are things that are detestable to me, and you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Well, I wasn't really a Christian at that time. I mean, I wasn't Jewish, I wasn't Muslim, I really wasn't anything. But I didn't want to dabble in something that might Send me to hell? I don't know. Did I really believe in hell? I'm not sure. I must have because it was enough to stop me in my tracks. So I began to seek something more powerful, and it wasn't in witchcraft. This time I thought I've tried everything else except really seeing what the old book of the Bible says. And there was another scripture that stood out, Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. I had been probably one of the most rebellious children of all growing up in my little hometown, and I knew that I was. My parents told me I was. Everyone in town says, boy, you sure got a rebellious spirit, don't you? And I did. If somebody told me it was black, I'd say it was white. If they said I was right, I'd say that I was wrong. I was always just wanting to go against the system, man. And college was the perfect time to test my water, I guess, so to speak. And so I did. And I tested the water of this and the water of that and the water of this. And it wasn't until my third suicide attempt I tested God. He says... In Scripture, try me and see. And I did. And he was real. All of that other stuff, there'd never been any changes or feelings except for the ones that I dabbled in that were of the occult. And I knew that those were real as well. That's why people don't like to watch, especially at Halloween time, nobody wants to watch The Exorcist. Because there's something too real about that, isn't it? Do you know that happened, actually? In St. Louis, Missouri, look it up and see. And it wasn't a girl, it was a young boy. Anyway, just wanted to say all of that to say this. There is a spirit That is good. There is the Holy Spirit of God. And he says this time of the year at Christmas, it is so easy to talk to people about the joy of Christmas being Christ, that the Holy Spirit is the spirit that will come and serve and save you and will be with you and Christ will live in you and dwell in you and you will not ever want for anything. He will fulfill all of your needs. He will fill you so high with such joy and glory and peace and all of the fruits of the Spirit that you will never want anything else. How do I know? I've tried it, and it has proven true for me all these many years later. So, my friend, if you've never trusted in Christ as your Savior, if you've never experienced the power of the Holy Spirit that he will give you upon salvation, then this is your golden day to have the power, the glory, and the honor of God living inside of you. God, I just pray right now for the one listening that has never known you, the one that has perhaps known other spirits, condemning spirits ugly spirits, even demonic spirits. I pray for those who have dabbled in Satanism or the occult or witchcraft or anything other than the one true living God. And I pray that this Christmas season they will come to know the real you in a real way. And I know, God, you will receive the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. I pray that you will test him and see. Get into God's word, read what it says, and see if it is real. You will not be disappointed. Thanks for sticking with me, and I'm praying that this Christmas season will be your most blessed yet. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me,